This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Happy Friday Happy <laughs> Friday Because it is finally the end of this longer than long week that we've had um and we're going to talk about southern charm and orange county i feel like i am watching a brand new season of southern charm like all of a sudden it it hasn't been on for two weeks which which two weeks in 2020 feels like three months well because normally like these bravo shows unless it's a specific circumstance they don't really take time off in the Mm -hmm. middle of the season it's like they usually just start the train starts and it doesn't stop until the reunion and so to have like two full weeks and no episode and then now both of these shows we watched this week the season finale is already happening it's coming next week southern charm is having a super short season this was only the eighth episode of the season so yeah, i don't like that we're all of a sudden you're watching and then one episode they're like and stay tuned for next week's season finale and i'm like wait what i thought we're halfway through the season I'm a little confused because Southern Charm, they teased the two-part season finale. And we don't know if that means one two-hour-long episode or they're just like, it's two weeks of a finale, which I don't know what that actually means. But either way, that's happening. And then Thursdays, starting in February, will be Summer House. So that's exciting stuff coming around the corner. Yeah. And I'm excited for Summer House because them of all shows i feel like were prepared to film in quarantine and they had a plan exactly. and they knew what they were doing whereas these other shit storms of what was going on <clears throat> oc no i don't know no shows in particular i yeah it's like in some ways i almost feel bad for oc but at the same time i just like can't pretend that this season has been good like good i don't know i know I, there have been certain moments that I enjoyed, but this week especially, I I felt like it had been maybe picking up a little bit. And then this week, it was just like this collection of scenes that I was like, okay, so like, I don't really care about Shannon's daughter going to college. I don't no. really care about these two random women that Bronwyn is hanging out with. I don't care about Emily. I don't care about a lot. Like it's it's like one one too many things that I well, am not interested in. Let's get into it then and talk about because we have to say that Elizabeth finally say it with me signed her divorce papers. Her, di- her storyline <laughs> is done, and now that's it. Well, it's bizarre because she does. I mean, she. I liked seeing her her talk to her brother about their childhood abusive you know like yeah that's it's good to see her opening up about that but it's weird because for all of these episodes she's been like oh i can't talk about my divorce but there's a lot of money like blah 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 blah. i can't talk about it and then now that it is over you would think she maybe would be able to talk about it and all of a sudden she's like 
yep, it's done. Like, yeah. And okay, now spill the beans. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. We talked about last night. I know this would never happen, but where Heather's ex-husband like came on the show, I was like, well, Elizabeth's ex-husband show his face. I don't think so. But I loved when Definitely the women were not. like, I think it was Emily was like, so are you guys having sex now? Because that's what everyone wants to know. That's the only detail everyone wants to know. Now that your divorce is final, are you guys having sex? And she was and like, <laughs> she like very reluctantly said yes, which makes me think that um, maybe they've like had sex, but it's not anything to write home about. But <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the whole thing. And then we have like way too much Sophie leaving for college and Shannon freaking out content this episode. Like I, we've honestly like that's never a storyline that is entertaining to me on any of these shows like we've seen kyle do it two different times like i feel like every season on beverly hills somebody's leaving for college except gio we liked when gio we like seeing gio go to (laughs) gio's different but it's like watching like i have to move alexia into her dorm and like blah, blah 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 it's like i don't need a whole episode of you like in dc crying but, but here's the thing about Shannon. They only did like a clip or two of her and John taking a quote unquote break. And I was like, wait, now you have my attention. What the hell? I wish they showed more of that. Yeah, that's I, I kind of agree that it's like I'm not super invested in Shannon's relationship, but that would at least be more interesting than watching her and Sophie like argue about hypoallergenic pillows. Coat. Yeah. And like <laughs> you're taking my product coat. And she's like, when would I wear that? And Shannon's like, when it's cold. I was like, right, I, moving on. I sympathize with Sophie. Like, I feel like a lot of parents when their kids are going away to college have very like outdated ideas of like what you're going to need and what you're going to wear and what you're going to be doing. And it's like, just, just let me live. I don't know. Yeah. I also have outdated things. I just have to say this. Like, have you ever looked back at your college pictures and you're like, what? Wait, did I think I- that outfit was like, yeah, good enough to wear me and my friends wore black stilettos to like dive bar we had we went to dive bars <laughs> like they were not like new york city clubs and we wore like i remember i have this one picture of me wearing like abercrombie kids jeans because i was like really like a lot smaller in college oh god <laughs> with black stilettos and i was like no girl no hang it up hang it up i feel like that but- was a very specific era where like jeans with heels was like <laughs> automatically a look and it's like some <laughs> Sometimes, but like, yeah, but not then, not then. But um, um <laughs> so okay, so we're also getting now that we're back from like Arrowhead, we're we're getting kind of some like picking up the pieces because only half the cast was actually in like Arrowhead, and so Gina is talking to Emily, and she's talking about how at like Arrowhead, Bronwyn kind of like flipped out when they were talking about Shannon and was like, I just don't want to talk about her behind her back. And Emily's like, wait, 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 wait. Like before we were there, before you were there, like Bronwyn was talking about Shannon's issues with John, like behind her back. And all of a sudden, I mean, maybe not all of a sudden, but Bronwyn kind of, I think she looks pretty bad for most of this episode. Yes. And it's, crazy because all of the women have individually called her out for talking about them and Mm -hmm. you know you don't want to like 
this is two separate conversations, what she's going on in her personal life and what she's doing to the women. But some of them have been like, are, is she using us to like mask what's going on in her life? And to be honest, like, I don't want to belittle anything that Bron Bronwyn's going through, but like, it kind of looks like that because she's not, yeah. if you are going through your own stuff, don't, don't, like put yourself in other people's situations like don't do that especially if you don't want people talking about you right i think when when they were filming this season and kind of leading up to it before we knew kind of the specific dynamics mm -hmm. i really thought i was going to be rooting for bronwyn more based on the fact that she was the one who was speaking out about stuff like black lives matter and seemed to maybe be taking covid more seriously yeah kind of questionable about that now but that it kind of seemed like the women were like villainizing her for doing this stuff and I think that still is a factor and trust me it's not like I'm loving Kelly or Emily but that I get why the women are unhappy with Bronwyn on a personal level that it's like okay Bronwyn's not this like perfect figure who hasn't done anything wrong totally and again we don't know anything that goes on behind closed doors but she is so mean to sean <laughs> like I, i'm uncomfortable I have trouble with that yeah because i want like i understand they're going through stuff like with uh, the sobriety is super hard and like obviously things have been shifting in their marriage but it seems like she's mean to him like yeah yes it seems like, like uncalled for meanness Right. And it's one thing to make a mean comment in a specific situation where you're stressed out or something, but it feels like that's her way of dealing with things. And she's, I mean, she says that, you know, when she's having these problems, like I, she wants to be heard and Sean's trying to like help her and solve the problems. And that's not what she wants. And it's like, okay, but in that situation, like, I don't really think you can fault him for trying. Like it, it seems like he is putting in a good faith effort to make things easier for her and just because it's not the exact way that she needs that to happen doesn't mean that it's like fair for her to be like yeah. rude and unkind to him imagine you walking into any room in your own home and your partner like Ugh, or rolls their eyes like that's so <laughs> like sad I feel and then she's like having fun laughing with her friend and then he walks in and she's like Ugh. and I'm like that it's his you're in his house too right I don't know it's just also, like a lot so I want to talk about this scene at Bronwyn's house where she has Shari and Noella over to hang out and all of a sudden, like, I get that most of the women on, in the cast are not on great terms with Bronwyn, but I had a moment where I was like, wait, 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 like, why are we here? Like, who, <laughs> I don't, I, I like when they incorporate friends and stuff on these shows. I think it can make the shows better. Like, on Atlanta, I think they usually do a great job of using mm -hmm. friends and kind of building up out the cast. Even on Southern Charm, we'll talk about this season. I think they've done a good job of kind of, like, fleshing out the core cast with some additional people but this tr this scene truly felt like it came out of nowhere and all of a sudden it's like wait 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 like i'm i don't know who noella is and like i feel like i'm supposed to like her and i'm like i don't i don't know you 
I was just going to say, usually on the other shows, when we meet the friend or like we're familiar, we're familiar, we're fam- familiar with them already. And with this, it just felt like you're, I agree with you. It was like they were, they're put in front of you and you're already supposed to have this opinion about them. And uh, no, and I've, I don't feel that way. Yeah. And I've, especially the finale is next week. So it's not like we're halfway through the season. So we're meeting these people for the first time, basically. And also I, I have heard some whisperings that like Noella is being considered for the cast next season. And it's like, okay, maybe, but like based on like, we don't, I don't, I'm, I don't know enough to be like excited about that possibility because I'm literally like, okay. So like Bronwyn's hanging out with these two, like, strangers to us but i mean whatever i guess if if she's not going to be filming with any of the other women i guess that's kind of what it takes tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card well with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yes you heard that right you can talk to a human on the discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. We've talked about this before, like with the cast for next year, like there, there has to be something done. Like there's not, it it, it cannot be the same cast as what it was. The way I see it, I can't imagine Elizabeth getting asked back. That just seems like it would be stupid. I really feel like it's Emily's time to go. And I, of course, I hope that they fire Kelly because, I mean, it's past due. Here's the thing about someone like Elizabeth. You have, like, breakout housewives from their first season, like Leah, for instance, from New York. She mm-hmm. just, like, and that's what you want when you're a first-time housewife. And, like, she just didn't have that at all like there is nothing intriguing at all and yeah. so me but you never know because under the circumstances filming was awkward this year and also maybe it does have to do with who is in the cast like maybe if they have other people that's like she, it, she would vibe differently with them so maybe that's a <clears throat> risk they're gonna be willing to take or maybe but like yeah. or she's a one and done that it's like our, our, the season finale is next week. I feel like we've gotten more from one episode with Tiffany Moon than we have <laughs> with 13 with Elizabeth Imagine Tiff- We're like, Tiffany, we're going to need you to come to OC because you have to carry them on your back also. Oh, my gosh. No, I, n- no pressure to Tiffany. We, we're <laughs> excited to see where your story goes, but <laughs> that's not your responsibility. I Okay, so I definitely think that to me... At the very least, you should be getting rid of Elizabeth Kelly and who's the other one? Emily. Emily. <laughs> I so I to, to be honest, like I don't really enjoy Shannon that much, but especially if rumors are to be believed and Tamara might be coming back, I think that it would be worth it to keep Shannon because that's like a really interesting dynamic. You know, listen, I said this in the beginning of the season. You we might not like these people, like but I think Tamara should be back on this show. 100%. She just like, she's one of those that like makes good, she's nuts. So she makes good 
television. Like she really does. Mm -hmm. And, and it's so hard because these people are like characters and the way she stirs the pot and starts shit just is so much better than the way like some of the other women do, you know, like Emily is just the center where people come to her and talk, but Emily is not a good like shit stir. Like I don't enjoy that. I think the fundamental issue here is that it's like, I could see it being time for Tamara to be done with housewives, Mm -hmm. but then like, you can't, you can't just like not have that presence on the show. So they didn't properly correct replace Replace her. Like they didn't patch up the holes when she left. And, you know, we've been seeing that play out this season and it has been, I would say bumpy at best. Yeah. And like, I think it's just one of those seasons where it's like, I am, there's no like moments that I'm going to think about from this season. I'm never going to be like, Oh, like I feel like rewatching some Housewives episodes, maybe OC season 15. And that's, I mean, every Housewives show has those moments for the most part. Like, I'm not rewatching New Jersey season six. Six. But then, like, it right there with you. We're like four or five years past that now. And the show is, I think, you know, almost like some of the best seasons they've had have been since then. So it's like, mm-hmm. I want them to fix it, but I, at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if I trust them to like take all the right steps that they need to take. Yeah. So we we'll shall see. see, but first we have the season finale and the reunion, which I feel like the reunion is going to be like explosive for some reason. I, I, yeah, I have no idea what to expect from that reunion. Cause obviously I'm sure that there will be, you know, Kelly stuff because you can't just not talk about it. I'm sure that Bronwyn will be kind of like clearly nobody in the cast is really like team Bronwyn right now. So that's going to be interesting. I have a feeling her personal life is going to be kind of like on trial. Totally. We'll see. And exciting news. They filmed the Salt Lake City reunion yesterday, which feels weird because it feels like we just started the season, but yeah, I shall be fun. I can't remember. I think it's like 13 episodes or something before the reunion. So we have a few weeks left. Um, But let's get into Southern Charm. We have a supersized episode this week. And it felt like a lot happened, especially at this weird private island beach party. But (laughs) yeah, like, okay, Madison, we talked about... She talked about this a few weeks ago where she was throwing Austin his birthday party. Then she awkwardly, Craig tells him like he shouldn't come, whatever. Madison calls and uninvites him. It's a whole thing, but this beach party, I was breathing heavily the whole time. The whole time. I It, it was, was like it, it was very uncomfortable. Everyone there was uncomfortable. No one knew. You never want to go to a party and not know what to do. And that was the vibe there. No one knew what to do. Nobody knew what to do. It, everybody was sweaty. It was just one of those <laughs> things where it's like there's this table in like the middle of the beach. And then it felt, it felt like, like a beach picnic from below deck because that's exactly what it was. Except for like they were there the whole day and yeah. it was no unclear like anything. when the meal was happening. Like were they talking before the meal, after the meal? Like I, it didn't feel like a party. It felt like a weird like... <laughs> It, like it a, was not a party. It was not an a event party. that you were expected to attend at the beach. And the fact that you had to take this like weird ferry boat to get there that apparently people had to take like schedule their shifts ahead of time. It was it was just a strange vibe. But, but backing up a little bit before we get there, I want to talk about this like phone call situation with Austin. Yeah. So 
Madison calls Austin and basically says, I talked to Craig and he said that I should uninvite you. So I don't think it would be emotionally good for you to be there. And this is like such a backhanded way of like pretending to look out for someone's best interests that it's like, I don't know if you can handle being at my party. So I'm going to need you to not come. And it's like, just say you don't want him there. I need to know how you feel if you're on the same page as me or not about Madison this episode, because I don't think this was a good look for her at all in any way, shape or form the entire (laughs) hour or hour and 10 minutes. To be honest, I don't really feel like I'm, I don't think Madison or Austin are handling this properly. I really think so after Madison basically uninvites him, then he calls Craig and is like, what the fuck? And Craig is like, that's not what our conversation was, even though it sort of was. Kind of, yeah. Their it, their conversation, basically, that was the gist. He just didn't specifically talk about the party. And she didn't relay it the way Craig said. Like, right. I get it. I get both and sides. Then, and then Madison calls Austin again and is basically like, I mean, you can come to the party just as friends if you want to. And he's like, I'm not. Okay, well, I'm not. So well, he, she said, it, so if you're not a psycho ex-boyfriend. And I was like, what the true. fuck? So so where we leave it, it's like Madison is going off to have this party. She doesn't think Austin is coming. To be clear, I think Austin should have just skipped the party. Like, Wait, but that, we're forgetting that the party was originally Austin's birthday party, I know, which I think is I know, the funniest thing. <laughs> but it's like if you are talking to your ex who is hosting the party and you leave off the conversation with, OK, I won't come. You shouldn't come. <laughs> yeah, like I you know how I feel about Austin, but like I just feel like it would have been in his best interest to not come considering everyone else's reaction to was what are you doing here yeah it was it was so such an there was so much like awkwardness because madison and austin are clearly just like needling each other like trying to get under each other's skin and then we have Catherine showing up and that is just like a whole world of uncomfortable situations it was a lot going on is yeah but The thing is, we have Madison also flirting, I guess you can call it, with Pringle, which which was so obvious to everyone that he was she was doing that on purpose that Mm -hmm. on Watch Drop-Ins Live last night with the two of them, Andy even asked her. And she was like, I wasn't using Pringle, but I was definitely rubbing it in Austin's face. And I was like, "Mm, so kind of like, you know, the same thing. But she was just being like mean to Austin and like telling him he didn't like it didn't have a seat. And it was it was kind of like uncomfortable because they you're right there was tension you can feel it but at the same time i was like austin just sit on the other side of the table away from her don't be don't sit next to her this isn't a a party with the two of you hosting it just didn't make sense but i loved the fact that austin and craig were wearing the same outfit from head to toe the exact same outfit. Speaking of outfits, Shep shows up in swim trunks and a t-shirt and he's like, what? It's hot outside. Wait, but he told his girl, he told Taylor that too. And I felt really bad because his girlfriend showed up late because like, whatever she was doing and she wasn't fancy. So she was pissed because <laughs> she was like, he didn't tell me, but I love, I'm sorry. Shep is really funny in the sense where he was like, Madison, I didn't get the email where it said I needed to dress fancy. Like, we don't know if he got it or if he made that bold choice to be like, fuck that. I'm wearing shorts it's funny because Catherine at one point makes some comment about how there was like she's not like a mood board with like 
it's <laughs> faux pics for like outfits i'm like really because they when <laughs> no no i think no i think when she got off the boat it looked like a pinterest board oh like maybe. the scene looked like a pinterest board and everyone was wearing like the same thing which it was funny because it was gotcha. very boho chic Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. So let's talk about Catherine getting off the boat and arriving at this weird Capers Island so basically Danny and Catherine haven't spoken since Catherine like stormed off of her porch and they're kind of in this weird in between where they're like not really friends, but clearly like Danny has a lot of emotions about it. Catherine seems to be super disconnected from this whole situation and they're kind of avoiding each other and finally like go to have this little sit down and Catherine says something about not being friends and that is like flips the switch in Danny and she is emotional and like can't have the conversation. Okay. I think that Danny and Catherine's, if you want to call it friendship is very weird to me. It's not a normal friendship. Dan, they are, they are on one end of each book. One is on the front is on the back cover like they are not uh, in the same friendship to me and Danny in her interviews keeps always says like 
underlying things. Like I was there for like all this. And I'm like, are you there for, for things we don't know about? Like she makes it very, like I was there for her. I during this, during this. And Catherine just like, doesn't seem to either care or she's like, I can't deal with your emotions. And that's what it feels like. I get the same vibe where Danny's kind of saying this vague stuff. That's like, I've done more for her than I've done for anyone else in my life. Like blah, blah, blah. blah. And it's like, obviously we've seen some elements of that on the show, but it, it it feels deeper than what we kind of are generally aware of, which Mm -hmm. fine. One thing also I want to mention, this is the first episode where we get um, some discussion of Catherine's new man who she like whispers across the table to Shep that she's dating a black guy and she like didn't want to put it like when Lava was saying all the stuff, she didn't want to be like, well, I have a black boyfriend, but yeah, it's, it's weird because it's like, obviously, yeah. Like if you're dating a black man, you shouldn't be using that as like a get out of jail free card for what you've done wrong. But at the same time, it's like, is that how you view it? Because then like, it feels weird that she's like, she obviously feels like it's a big deal that she's dating a black guy. And it's like, it's not actually a big, like it doesn't really make any difference no. in what, what you've said or what you've done. It's the same thing as being like, I have a black best friend. It's like, great. You can still say racist shit. Right. And it's interesting because she said it, she was telling Craig and then she was telling Craig how she doesn't want it to seem convenient. Like that. She's, you know, all uh, getting yeah. it. You're right getting out of jail free card and then we fast forward to leva and the girls which are the funniest scenes by the way where the girls get together at gwen's every episode and like drink champagne and like talk about Catherine. and but she brings up the point where hmm convenient and it's you see like both sides talking about it but you never know with Catherine. You never know if there's right. like uh, it, it, you can't trust the right. girl. It's like I don't. She's right to she's right to think about other people saying that it's convenient because they are, mm-hmm. but we don't actually know the truth of whether that's her motivation or not. And you're right, we're not going to. It's but she clearly is not really. She and Danny clearly have opposite ideas of what their friendship is, like you said. And then when they're on the boat back at the end, she and Matt, she's clearly not in the mood to have a real conversation with Madison Simon either, because the second Madison actually is like starting to get into what the like issue and situation is. Catherine basically just like uses as an excuse that other people are listening to them. And she's like, we're not doing this right now. Right. I mean, Catherine has, has there been a conversation yet? this season where she hasn't left in the middle of it. I feel like she physically doesn't know how to have a conversation with someone. So it's even really when bad. Danny stormed off and she was like, I'm not doing this right now. I'm not doing this right now, which for one second, I was like, I kind of agree because it's like, you can't talk to someone. And every time you start to talk, they cry and walk away. Like that cut, cut could kind of get a little frustrating, but at the same time, Madison Simon was there to intervene. And she was like, Catherine, you have to have a conversation, like come back here. And she didn't mm-hmm. because the girl, and then can't (laughs) so then we saw leva uh, (laughs) this boat ride was like so fucking chaotic i literally i was like get me off the boat and i wasn't even there wait maybe that's (laughs) why they all came in ships because they knew that if that happened going there (laughs) i think they said it was like a 30 minute boat ride it's not just like two minutes on the boat so leva goes over to Catherine, 
and is basically like Catherine, like we are trying to help you. Like we want to be there for you. Nobody is like trying to ruin your life or trying like hates you or doesn't Mm want to make things right. It's like, we're trying to have these conversations and like, we, we can't have these conversations if you don't, if you're not like open to having them. And this is when shit really hits the fan because Austin feels the need to like step in on Catherine's behalf and be like, she feels attacked by every single woman on this boat. And that mm-hmm. really just like sends Leva over the edge. And I loved to see it. I was, I liked this side of Leva. I was having a good time. Well, I like Leva because, well, when she does this, because we've talked about this before, like she is more mature. I'm sorry. She's, she's yeah. like the mature voice that these kids need to hear. And so after the whole blowout where she t- she did tell Austin to shut the fuck up three times, but honestly, who doesn't say that when someone's screaming over them? Yeah, but, I don't think shut the fuck up is like a personal insult. Like, but whatever. then Madison came over and she was like, Austin, shut the fuck up. And I was like, no, Madison, you shut the fuck up. Like, back away. <laughs> like, this this, was, this isn't you, you. You just wanted to tell Austin to shut the fuck up. Exactly. That's what it all comes back to is that like Leva has like a wants to have like a real moment with Catherine and Austin is getting in the way. And to be honest, out of everyone in the cast, I feel like Madison LaCroix kind of has like the least to do with the Catherine situation. Yeah. And, but like all of a sudden she sees this moment where like Austin is causing problems. And so she's like, you need to shut up Austin. Like, and it just feels, it feels a little bit like at that moment, the, the point of what they're trying to talk about has been lost because Madison just wants to scream at her ex. A hundred percent. But then it comes down like quickly. And Levo was like, that's all I wanted to tell you. Like, like quietly. She's like, that's all I wanted to say. Okay. <laughs> and then she, she was like, okay. And like got up and walked away. And I was like, holy crap. The, the fights on this show, like escalate, like the arguments I should say escalate and then just come right back down. And um, it's a lot. It's like, I, I breathe think, like- heavy. Leva, because she and Catherine don't have that much history with each other, they're not that close. She can kind of be that person to be like, hey, like, we don't, like, this is not personal for me. Like, we don't hate you. Like, we want to have these conversations and, like, actually get to a point of understanding and move forward. And I think that most of the women are on a similar page with that. Danny is, like, in a little more of an emotional place. And that truly, from what we've seen from Catherine, she just, like, isn't down for that and it's disappointing because i think obviously like she had some not good behavior and she could have really sort of put in the work and tried to save herself at least in the eye like from our perspective and it just seems like she doesn't really give a shit which is disappointing yeah but the girl is constantly disappointing. So I'm not like shocked. <laughs> and, and I'm, you know, for years now, even everyone, including Patricia member for a little bit, Patricia gave her a chance, which is very not like mm-hmm. Patricia. And then she was like, you know what? Fuck off. Like, no, you don't change. You don't care about anybody. Like I'm nervous for this ratings. reunion. I, I feel like it's going to be a mess. <laughs> I'm wondering what the actual plot of the reunion is going to be though. Yeah, and also I don't think any of, other than Danny, I don't think any of the kind of like supporting 
players are going to be there. Like, I don't think we're yeah. going to see like Madison, Madison, Simon or Vanita or anyone, which I mean, it makes sense. But at the same time, it's like, I would like to see, <laughs> I would like to see them go down the line and I'll just like read their grievances to Catherine. <laughs> I know. Can we see more of Vanita though? I, I, I was like, like Vanita. I know, but I do have to say though, I do get like, she kind of like, butted butted in that conversation like a yeah. little bit a I little agree. bit I but agree. i i like seeing her on the show a lot and it, again she's one of those the gwen girls like they just sit in the, <laughs> the i'm gwen like girls. what is this little crew i know i'm kind of so into funny. it <laughs> um okay so from these two episodes i need you to tell me who your number one bravo lab in the group is all right well first i'm gonna do best dress because i can't let that go that madison Lacroix, yeah. who you know she just looked ridiculously stunning on the beach and so did danny danny gets best dressed yes, as well danny's danny looked great her outfit was really cute i liked it also i loved leva's dress she's just yes. she's like leva's beautiful okay you know what i'm just gonna do that this week i'm gonna leave it at best dressed for the week <laughs> okay fair enough because... I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna give my number one bravo leb to leva just because i loved the way she okay. kind of like handled the situation on the boat and you know Telling people to shut the fuck up is far from the worst thing you can do. Yes. And we all love to sometimes. So exactly. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Everyone, thank you for listening. We will be back on Monday with another episode. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to this podcast, and follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.